Good morning, everybody. My name ah, is Jordan. A yawn was trying to come out. My name is Jordan McCrone. Mm-hmm. And this is episode 52 of Sodom and I. So you already know the dealio. Let's hop into our, well, my <laughs> gratitude journal. If you have one, you could read it out loud. I mean, I won't be there to hear it, but it would be cool for you to just say it because the Lord will hear it. Mm-hmm. Number one, waking up at a decent time. I laid back down and I should have stayed up. And uh, that put me behind a little bit. And that goes into number two. I recorded and got a reminder to make time for God, even if I mismanaged my time. You know, I woke up a little later than I originally intended to. So and then I was like, oh, let me, um, you know, I need to get dressed and get ready for church. So I started to rush doing this. But uh, when I pressed record, the thing for like a like a connection mishap or something happened as soon as it counted down. <laughs> as soon as it got to one, it was like, mm. and I felt like that was a reminder to be like, girl, don't rush this manage your time more properly and you won't have to deal with, you know, any anxiety and stuff. Cast away your anxiety, child. Give it to be. Get yourself together and keep it moving. So I repented because I was like, I'm sorry, Lord. I shouldn't, I shouldn't try and rush the things that are, that you are using to speak to your people. That's not right. You know, I need to fix myself, manage my time properly but still give him as much time as he deserves because he is the Lord. You know, he is God almighty and I do deserve to give him the time that he wants. So I did not rush yesterday's and I, uh, I got myself together, had a couple outfit changes. That's why I need to plan my drive before uh, Sunday morning, <laughs> but that's okay. Cause that's just helping me manage my time better but still give him all the respect that he is due, right? So, and then that goes, that also goes in number three. I posted in the morning, which was good, because I did that before I went to my other trumpet's house. Excuse me. Yeah, excuse me. I posted in the morning before I left home, so that was good. Number four, we had a really, really good service yesterday at church. And just to touch on that a little bit, Pastor was talking about when you pray, when you pray, no, you gotta, you gotta know the Bible, right? When you pray, remind God of what he said, because it's not like he forgot, but he wants to know your heart, right? You can't know something if you can't know something if you haven't like read it, you don't, you can't know the word. You can't know what he says if you haven't read the Bible, because the Bible is the word. And then he went to, uh, then he quoted first, or yeah, John chapter one, verse one. The beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God, right? So that means that you got to know the word. <laughs> And the word was with God and the word was God. We got to know the word of God because it is God. We can't say that we know God without knowing his words. 
and we can't know his words without reading the Bible. So pa Pastor be spitting, uh, Pastor be spitting every Sunday. Good Lord. I just love that I could always come and learn something new. But um, a beautiful service in church, you know, so read your Bibles and get acquainted to what God promises you. Because there's so many things that he promised us. And I'll probably put a pin in this one and start talking about that after, you know, we finish this 21-day devotional and whatnot. But going into number five, yesterday I did something that I did not think I would ever do. Especially if you asked me to do this, what, two years ago? I'd have been like, absolutely not. Get out of my face with this, right? <laughs> the Lord has really changed my attitude because I'm very out, look at Brooklyn, I'm at Gish. I'm very outwardly, uh, like very kind, you know, and out and, and kind to people and stuff like that. But sometimes when I hold on to something on the inside, I hold on to it. Oh my gosh, I used to be a really good, really good, really big grudge holder. If you did anything against me, I'd be like, Okay, whatever. I was like, oh, I remember that. I remember that. <laughs> but you know what God says about love? Me whipping out my highlights. And I started reading. Remember, we, we uh, were talking about the love chapter, Corinthians, or 1 Corinthians chapter 13, right? Let me read, let me read to you guys uh, 4 through 4 through 8. In A&P, so with all the ands and the parentheses and stuff. Love endures with patience and serenity. Love is kind and thoughtful and is not jealous or envious. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Love does not brag and is not proud or arrogant. It is not rude. It is not self-seeking and it is not provoked. And then in parentheses, nor eat no nor overly sensitive and easily angered. It does not take into account a wrong endured. <laughs> it does not take into account a wrong endured. That's holding a grudge. Love does not include holding a grudge. Because I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hold a grudge against my mom, even though you know sometimes. I had to get spanked growing up. I'm not growing up be like, oh, I remember she spanked me. Grow no, I love my mama. And when she spanked me, I probably needed it. <laughs> when she spanked me, I needed it. Spare the rod, spoil the child. We talked about that in church yesterday too. But continuing, it does not rejoice at injustice, but rejoices with the truth. When right and truth prevail, love bears all things, regardless of what comes, believes all things, looking for the best in each one, hopes all things, remaining steadfast during difficult times, and endures all things without weakening. Love never fails, it never fades nor ends. But as for prophecies, they'll pass away. As for tongues, they will cease. 
As for the gift of special knowledge, it will pass away. And then I'm going to continue actually to verse 9 through 9 and 10. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part, for our knowledge is fragmentary and incomplete. But when that which is complete and perfect comes, that which is incomplete and partial will pass away. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And that was regard number five. It was very, uh, honestly, it's not as difficult as I felt like it was, but sometimes your emotions make things feel like stuff is impossible to do, but it's not impossible. Just allow the Lord to work in your heart, to soften your heart. He, we're not made to have a heart of stone, bro. Having a heart of stone, it, it ages you physically. We see it every day. A lot of people might be like, oh, I'm 35. They might look like they're 62 because they just mean and nasty, you know? <sighs> we got to work on loving each other. And that goes for me, me having this whole podcast talking about forgiveness and stuff like that. Because I thought I forgave this person a very long time ago. But <laughs> I was uh, reminded more so I had my eyes opened at how much I actually didn't didn't forgive them or at least not completely you know it's much better than it was at first because at first I was like yeah I'm, I'm no actually at first I was praying for him <laughs> I was like Lord I just I just want them to be a better person you know I don't it was a lot, but we're not going to get into that because that's not what we need to get into right now. We need to get into the Lord. So just let the Lord work through you and you will feel your soul being like cleansed, bro. Like I felt so nice after, you know, mm. I just felt weight, you know, being lifted up off of me, you know. <sighs> thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for freeing up my heart and showing me about love and true forgiveness. Look, ha, ha, ha. He never said it was going to be easy, but he said it will be worth it. So, it's worth it. Much, very, very much so. Number six, I cooked for my friends again. I made some more baby shower meatballs. Some things were slapping. Definitely going to keep using the recipe I did this this time. That was nice. Number seven, watch the Super Bowl. <laughs> the team I rooted for lost. <laughs> but that's okay because I don't actually uh, watch football. I just chose the Eagles. And uh, we had a great time with my buddies yesterday. It was just real cool. And... Uh, you know, I like hanging out with them and just having a, a, a good time, right? And now we're going to get into our 21-day devotional. Day one, God is holy. Day two, God is our provider. Day three, God is peace. Day four, God is just. Day five, God is our healer. Day six, God is our banner. Day seven, God is God Almighty. Mm. 
Mm. Day eight, God is Jehovah. Day nine, God is our Lord. Day 10, God is awesome. Day 11, God is love. And now what's day 12? What's day 12, you say? God is infinite. Mm-hmm. Imagine yourself on a sandy white beach, right? Ankle deep in crystal blue ocean water with a teaspoon in your hand. Now fill that teaspoon with the water. Look at the finite amount of water in that little teaspoon. Look at the infinite span that is the ocean. The difference between the water in the teaspoon and the water in the ocean comes about as close as we can to understanding who we are compared to who God is. Mm -hmm. What we know compared to what God knows. What we can do compared to what he can do. God's understanding is infinite. Nothing has ever surprised God or occurred to him. The solution to our problem exists before we even have the problem. I'm going to say that again. The solution to our problem exists before we even have the problem. God knows everything, past, present, and future. The depth of his power and resources cannot be measured. Neither can the depth of his love, which was revealed to us through Jesus' death and resurrection. For who he is and what he does, Paul praises God. John marvels in 1 John 3 and 1. How great, how great is the love the Father has lavished on us that we should be called children of God. The God who needs nothing wants us. Ooh, that's powerful. Did y'all hear that? The God who needs nothing wants us. That's nice. We got to put that on a shirt. Man, the God who needs nothing wants us. It is only right that we too praise him. You know, he, he don't need nothing. He wants us. It is only right that we too should praise him. Come on now. It's only right. Mm. <laughs> you ever heard somebody say, I don't need it, I want it? <laughs> he he needs nothing and still wants us. How how awesome. <laughs> Put a smile on my face. Thank you, Lord. I want you to. No, I need Jesus. <laughs> no, I need him. <laughs> I need him. <laughs> I want them and I need them. <laughs> as vast as the oceans are, they still have boundaries. God is neither defined nor confined by boundaries. When we're connected to him through Jesus, there are likewise no limitations to what is possible in our lives. Reflect. How would your spiritual life change if you stop trying to define God and learn to stand in awe of him. Ooh, I think that's a, ooh, man, that's a good question. How would your spiritual life change if you stopped trying to define God 
and learn to stand in awe of him. I think that's what a lot of people who are religious need to do. We got to stop trying to define God and learn how to just stand in awe of him. And he'll show you where to go. He'll tell you what to do. That's what the Bible is for. It's his words. Ooh, man, that's good. I think that's really what, uh, dang, that might be the whole basis of what I'm doing with this podcast. Ooh, I got to screenshot this. This was, that's a good question. Wow. Thanks, Lord. Mm. Screenshot this and send this to a couple people, actually. God who needs nothing wants us. How powerful. Hallelujah. Mm-mm-mm. All right, and then save the photos. The next one. What kind of shift would this cause in your attitudes, your prayers, your actions? Mm, what kind of shift? Just doing everything in love, bruh. Just doing it all in love, man. Knowing that God is love. When you put him in everything, he shows up in everything. Put him in anything, he shows up in everything. You know, so uh just take over my take over my, my attitude, Lord God. Take over my, my prayers, Lord God. Take over my actions, Jesus. Ah, uh, what kind of shift would this cause? A positive. <laughs> A positive one. Keep it short and sweet. Five Bs. A positive shift. Very good. Dang, that first question was nice. I think that's kind of what I uh that's kind of what I do when I talk to people about the Lord and about Jesus and reading the, the, the gospels and stuff. It's like I just start telling them about how I can relate to the goodness of the Lord and how much how how much in awe I am. <laughs> you know, I'm in of of him. You know, I tell people I tell people a lot about the when I went to California and um or well now, you know, when I was younger and he saved my life. He saved my life so many times. What especially look I when I talk when I drove down or when I drove up to Atlanta, came back down, then my tire popped not even three days later. What if that would have happened when I uh or it actually was three days later. Ah, three, magic number. Mm-hmm. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Happened three days later. Mm. He saved my life yet again. Unbeknownst to me. I thought I thought everything was cool, you know? But he's he just continued to, to show up in my life. So I have it's only right that I praise him. It's only right. <laughs> the God who needs nothing, he wanted me. And he has shown me how much he wants me on multiple occasions. He saved my life, bro. There's so many things that could have happened to where I just would not be here. I think I was talking about um yesterday because uh tomorrow is February 14th and that is the anniversary of the Stoneman uh Douglas shooting. And that was a school that, um, you know, in band, we try, we went to that school. Like we had all of, almost all of our, our competitions, our MPAs at that school. 
you know, and when that happened on Valentine's Day, I was in band practice. We were in band practice, uh, you know, preparing for the MPA that was supposed to be like the next week or so, you know, and then we're in practice and then we're recording and then we, you know, we take a break and no, we weren't recording yet because we, we ended up doing the recordings after, you know, what happened. We were just practicing at this time. So when practice was kind of finished, you know, everyone's on our phones and we see all the news and we're all like, oh my gosh, you know, like people, people, like people died, you know, like that, that was crazy. And we were supposed to go there that next week. What what if he just would have waited until more people from other schools had shown up? That could have easily been us. It could have easily been me. But you know, it that that was that was a crazy time, man. That drive that really affected me <laughs> when I was in high school. That really affected me. I couldn't even be in class. Like my teacher, my teacher was like, um, "You could, like, they're doing. They were they started off offering like therapy stuff at school. Dang." bringing up these emotions take it away from me jesus but i i couldn't even sit in class that drive was affecting me so much my teacher was like it's all right you can you know you're excused and stuff like it's not an issue she let me go and i sat in the somebody's office with another girl there was a girl uh oh man she was with me and one of her friends was a victim she uh like they used to play soccer and stuff together. And I was like, oh my gosh. And we just, you know, we sat there and mourn, mourn with those who mourn, rejoice with those who rejoice. God's words, not mine. Mm-hmm. So I, uh, I was like, I, I feel the effect of what if it was me? And she feels the effect of my friend, you know, is past. So I, I, I sat there and started helping, you know, helping her too. We were just, we were sitting together enjoying each other's presence. So that was, that was nice. But, you know, it was, that, it was a result of something that wasn't as so nice. But whenever something bad happens, God can take it and turn it around for your good. He's not, he's not always the one that makes stuff happen. I mean, like he makes stuff happen, but he's not the only one that, uh, where stuff you know, goes wrong because God is good. He allows things to happen. He don't always make it happen, you know, but he will always turn it around for your good if you let him. Mm -hmm. But let's continue reading on to, this is 1 John 4 and 7 through 17. Mm -hmm. We're going to be reading this in AMP. Beloved, let us unselfishly love and seek the best for one another. For love is from God, and everyone who loves others is born of God and knows God through personal experience. The one who does not love has not become acquainted with God, does not and never did know him, for God is love. He is the originator of love. And it is an enduring attribute of his nature. Y'all, have we read this before? I know we read this before <laughs> on this podcast. I remember that line specifically. By this, mm-hmm, 
the love of God was displayed in us and that God has sent his one and only begotten son, the one who is truly unique, the one, the only one of his kind into the world so that we might live through him. And this, in this is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation that is atoning the atoning sacrifice and the satisfying offering for our sins, fulfilling God's requirement for justice against sin and placating his wrath. No, this, yeah, we, this might be one from another, uh, another, um, one of the other devotional days. Cause I remember reading this word for word. That might've been why I actually changed it to AMP. But that's all right, because if it's here more than once, then we need to hear it again. Come on, Jesus. Mm -hmm. And placating his wrath. Beloved, if God so loved us in this incredible way, we also ought to love one another. No one has seen God at any time. But if we love one another with unselfish concern, God abides in us, and his love, the love that is his essence, abides in us and is completed and perfected in us. By this, we know with confident assurance that we abide in him and he in us, because he has given to us his Holy Spirit. We who were with him in person have seen and testify as eyewitnesses that the Father has sent the Son to be the Savior of the world. Whoever confesses and acknowledges that Jesus is the Son of God, God abides in him and he in God. We have to come to know by personal observation, or we have to, we have come to know by personal observation and experience and have believed with deep, consistent faith the love of the love which god has for us god is love and the only one who abides in love abides in god mm. i why do i keep reading extra words god is love and the only one who abides there's no only right there <laughs> it's just love and the one who abides in love abides in god and god abides continually in him in this union and fellowship with him, love is completed and perfected with us so that we may have confidence in the day of judgment with assurance and boldness to face him. Because <laughs> as he is, so are we in this world. <laughs> Brooklyn is distracting <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Brooklyn, can you relax, please? Oh my gosh. I'll be, <laughs> I'll be out in a second, bro. <laughs> Yo, this dog is so funny, bro. Look, now he gonna come up to the door with it.
This dog is so funny. Bro, no way. What? What is what? Yo, I just read day 11. What? Hold on. I literally just finished reading God is Infinite. And then it brought me back to the day before. No way. Okay, I guess Lord wanted me to read that again. See, I thought I was I thought I was going crazy. I was like, we literally just we literally read this. This was the whole reason I did AMP. I was in day twelve. I literally just finished reading God is Infinite. Cause yesterday, yesterday was God is love, and I didn't read God is love. Because those questions are different from today's questions. Bro, what? What? Okay, Holy Spirit. Well, he wanted us to read this again. <laughs> I, okay. Thank you. That, make, that makes a lot more sense. But I don't understand how I press... All right, well, look. God, look. His knowledge is... I only know things in part. <laughs> That's that. All right, well, the actual um, verse for today, or verses, is Romans 11 and 33 through 36. Oh, the depth of the riches and wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable are his judgments and decisions, and how unfathomable and untraceable are his ways. Ooh, I gotta highlight that. Man, we have bars in here. For who has known the mind of the Lord, or who has been his counselor, or who has first given to him that would be paid back to him? For from him all things originate, and through him all all things live and exist, and to him are all things directed. To him be glory and honor forever. Amen. Mm-hmm. Let's see. I think I'm going to highlight verse 36 as well. Mm-hmm. Look. Maybe he all telling us we need to love. He look. He said we needed an extra day on love. <laughs> he said we needed an extra day on love and to reread that again. Thank you, Lord, because I know I shall do. I know I shall do. And now we're gonna read our whispers of wisdom. I got the bookmark I I wanted on top of the book and not inside of the book. Yesterday, we talked about the girl and uh, being away to her friend's birthday party. Mm -hmm. Practically perfect in every way. Cool. This is exactly where we need to be today. Practically perfect in every way? With a question mark? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Did you know that no one is perfect? Have you ever seen the movie Mary Poppins? 
she Mary describes herself as practically perfect in every way. But is she? Truth is, no one is perfect except God. Mm-hmm. No one is perfect except God. And it's because we're not perfect that we need him so much. Don't let your flaws and mess-ups keep you from being all God wants you to be. After all, he doesn't expect you to be perfect. I'm sure he never expected us to be perfect. So does that mean you shouldn't try to do the right thing? Nope. You need to keep on trying. Do the best you can. But even when you mess up, and you will, you will mess up, run back to him and ask for forgiveness. You are his royal daughter, his royal child, and he is your daddy God. That is our father. We're his royal children, and he is our father. Can you imagine a young young princess, (laughs) Jesus, a young princess, running into the throne room to visit with the king. That's what you do every time. You spend time praying. And in that place, that throne room, he forgives all your sins, then whispers, I love you, daughter. This dog out here catching attitude. (laughs) Whisper of wisdom. For everyone has sinned, we all fall short of God's glorious standard. Yet God, with undeserved kindness, declares that we are righteous. He did this through Christ Jesus when he freed us from the penalty for our sins. Romans 3 and 23 through 24. Mm -hmm. Even... I'm so very undeserving, so I deserve to forgive others. I deserve to be kind to them, even if they haven't always been kind to me, because I myself am undeserving of God's love and God's kindness. And yet, yet God, with undeserved kindness, declares that we are righteous. He still declares that I am righteous through all the things I've done. I don't deserve it. I don't deserve it. I don't deserve it. Woo! Y'all go listen to that song. That song. Man, I, I be having that job on repeat every day. And then every time I, I learn more, it's like it's like I hear stuff in the song that lines up with what God is telling me. And it's like, bro, I've been listening to this song and I didn't even hear this part. He'll reveal it, man. He will reveal it in time. That's true indeed. Well, I appreciate you guys. I got to get ready for the day. I got some people to call. Woo, Jesus. Thank you for the good stretch. Oh, I got some people to call. I got some things to do. Let's get it crack-a-lacking. I appreciate you guys. Have a great, beautiful, wonderful, productive, progressive day and I will see you guys tomorrow morning I love you